that. And then, like, how does, like, Jeremiah, like, how is he the rest of his life when he has to deal, like... Yeah. Oh, he's going to be the uncle to yours and Conrad's kids? Weird. Maybe he's the dad because, you know, you, you know, hooked up with both of them. Is Conrad making you take a DNA test when you get pregnant? Like, questions. And, like, down the road when you're just hanging out with the family and, you know, you guys exchange a glance, is Conrad always going to wonder, like... Yep. It's going to be forever an issue. It's disgusting. Hi, Justin. Hey, Lindsay. This is Pretty Wild. Are you ready? Hello, cuties, and welcome back to episode 30 of Perspectives of Pop Culture. We're officially... 30 weeks old, and I'm 30 years old, so it seems like this has to be the best episode yet. How does that work? I'm not 30. I'm 30. Oh, got it. At episode 32, it'll be your best episode yet. Uh, you just I need see. two more weeks right, of so maturity I'm, to get to your peak. I'm like... You- I'm like your supporting actor right now. Oh, uh, I didn't think of it that way, but like I'd love to. <laughs> if we were on Disney Channel, do you think I'd yeah. be the star or the kooky best friend? This is a serious question. If you answer wrong, <laughs> our friendship's over. Um, Honestly, I think you'd kind of be the kooky best Justin, friend. Justin, I'm not main character quality. That's the rudest thing you've ever said to me no, in my entire life. I'm so devastated. That's, it's not that you're not main character quality. It's that I just think you would, you have a kooky side to you. And I think if you were to be an actress, you would be allowed to let that side of you out. And it would be a much better performance. Yeah, but why can't I be a kooky main character so you get to see all of my assets? Because, yes, I'm kooky when I'm hyper, but, like, I have other layers. Okay, so you're like, what was the show that the side character ended up getting their own show afterwards? I'm trying to think of it. It's like on Nickelodeon. Oh, um, Sam and Cat from Victorious. Sam and Cat. Exactly. Yeah, are you saying I'm Ariana Grande? So you'll get a spinoff. Because Ariana wasn't Ariana Grande. Yeah, Ariana Grande was the side character in Victorious. She was like the weird best friend, and then she got her own show, right. Sam and Cat. Exactly. Okay. That's exactly what I'm saying. Fine. Except I don't want to be compared to Ariana Grande these days, since she's you know in a little bit of hot water. But <laughs> a home if it wrecker. means that I'm a pop star and the main character, then I'm here for it. There you go. That's exactly what I meant. So okay, you're thanks. Now that we've gotten that little tizzy out of the way, how are you? I'm doing good. I'm not going to lie. Pretty tired. Um, Last few night shifts were a lot. And then we had quite a busy social calendar on Saturday. We had our goddaughter's second birthday party. So it was Um. like birthday party with a bunch of kids in the morning and then going back over to their spot for dinner afterwards. So I didn't get a whole lot of sleep during the day on Saturday and my night shifts were pretty long. Um, but it's for the birth party. It was great. Um, I think I'm officially, I don't know what it is. I'm in this weird spot of like, I don't get baby fever anymore. Mm-hmm. And I talked to Jackie about it and we were literally around. We were the only ones who wasn't either with a child or pregnant. 
and we got it we were driving away and i was like did that give you baby fever she's like no a birthday party is not where you get baby fever that's where you get the opposite so that makes sense that tracks it's not that's not baby fever central i think everyone would agree with you that leaving a two-year-old's birthday party you're not ready because they're fucking feral with the birthday cake (laughs) and the gift bags and the activities like the jump houses they're feral at that time so i'm not surprised by that to be honest but more importantly like how are you with this um mother nature just casting her spells upon southern california this weekend oh my god first of all everybody was overreacting actually i take that back i feel like the overreaction is due to history and like santa barbara having the thomas fires and the mudslides but i had one friend whose family like was prepping for the storm they were getting sandbags they were like getting the grill ready in case the power went out and then all of this this storm ended up like turning right once it got past san diego and heading east so like la got some rain and a little bit of flooding but like it wasn't crazy and like santa barbara it was just like any other rainy day there was oh and there was an earthquake yeah the earthquake was huge I didn't even feel I was dead asleep. And then Jackie woke me up like, oh, my God, should we do something? And I woke up, looked at her and said, no, I'm tired. And I went back to sleep. Stop. Okay, well, like my mom and Gonzo's mom felt it in Bakersfield. Yeah, it was it, I heard it was pretty big and it went on for a while. And like I vaguely remember feeling it half asleep. But like I told you, the amount of tired I was, I did not have the energy to do anything about it. You're like, whatever's happening is happening. Yeah, it's happening. It'll rock me back to sleep. That's fine. Oh, okay. Good, good, good. Yeah, you guys, Mother Nature seems to be upset with us. And I'm just letting you all know, like, maybe we should fucking pay attention. And that's just my PSA today. I mean, a hurricane in California is just... Unheard of. Not to mention, I know we didn't talk about it last week because my anxiety was still very high. Um, The Lahaina fires in Maui. um, Oh, my God. Yeah. Biggest tragedy I think I've ever witnessed firewise and being in Hawaii. I'm not on Maui, so it didn't affect our island yeah. at all. But seeing the people all come together and seeing the constant news pouring out about, you know, like the videos that have come out from the day of the fire, like parents with their kids mm-hmm. floating on their surfboards in the middle of the ocean with like fire surrounding all over like and like little kids you guys like babies and toddlers it's yeah. devastating and that's just unheard of for hawaii like fires like this do not happen and yeah. no thank you i don't want to hear any of your conspiracy theories it's just like not kind at this moment um i do have one i do have one question regarding the fires yeah. though so i've seen mixed messages in regards to everybody's like don't come we're healing like you know fill in the blanks blah 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 don't mm-hmm. come you're you know destroying the island all this other stuff but then on the other hand because i follow a lot of like vendors and things like that on uh, islands and they're always like come we need your support this is how we you know pay our bills blah blah yeah. blah and so it's like there's these mixed messages of people some people on one hand saying stop coming to the island i think who got like canceled not canceled but got shit for going to the island paris hilton got shit for going to but it was somebody else even before that like before the fires um it might have been olivia rodrigo or ariana i don't remember anyway they're saying like oh you know advertising keep going to the island keep going to the island but then you have people who are vendors and like this is how we make money like we need i think i think there's two mindsets and i'm 
don't know which one's correct. I agreed that yeah. like the the problematic thing about the people that are coming to the island right now is that these like scuba and snorkeling tours are still going on in areas where there's more than likely hundreds of dead bodies at the bottom of the ocean. And that's just not yeah. okay. Like, let's just like leave that mm, area be. Yeah. There's plenty of other places yeah, to yeah. go. And there we, there's been like plenty of charters and boat tours and stuff. And I agree, like they need to make their money, but like out of respect for the people that are, their lives are literally lost in that ocean. Like we should just wait a second and make sure that all the bodies are like recovered or like at least people are accounted for before you know, like how traumatizing too as a tourist to go and be snorkeling and just like come across a dead body. I don't know. That doesn't sound fun to me. Um, yeah. No. So on that hand, it's like you have to be respectful of that area. But I agree. There's Maui is huge, and there's lots of other parts of the island that do need, you know, people for their economy. Yeah. So I don't know. I think as long as if you go, just don't go over anywhere near Lahaina. Leave that. Like, don't try to book hotels even, like, 10, 15 miles outside of Lahaina. Go to the exact opposite side of the island and, you know, so be very active locally, not just in the hotels but at the small businesses. I think a lot of people go to Hawaii and they stay in their resorts and they pay – they overcharge for – not good food and there's plenty of small businesses that have amazing food and little stores that have amazing souvenirs that you can get from there rather than like the apc stores and your resort so you don't need to support the resorts you need to support the small businesses so if you're going you know like and you're staying in a resort try to get out of the resort as much as possible to purchase from other small businesses would be my advice do your part part. i like it well and donate if you can there's lots of families that, you know, have, like kids that are lost without parents or oh like yes. there's lots of stray dogs and animals, you know, that they don't have people to locate for them. My anxiety has been an all time high. Yeah. Like Lahaina is a very similar kind of neighborhood to where I live on Oahu. And if something like that happened mm-hmm. on North Shore, like it would be very similar. And, um, you know, the emergency officer shit the bag on that and he resigned, but he should pay more for that whatever so that's our spiel on mother nature so please maybe bring a reusable cup i don't know but can we figure it out <laughs> like bring a reusable cup to starbucks this week please buy reuse clothes buy yeah, second hand like, you know you know save water oh, oh my god I had to- jackie's recently just got into her depop group I love it. like She's like, oh my god, I just love deep. I was like, girl, I've been trying to put you on for like years. years at this point, and no, she's all in it. She's fully committed, and I think it it takes some time to refine how you depop shop. Like, Such facts. You're like an OG depopper. Like I feel like I learned oh about depop through you. Yeah, it was a while ago, and I knew about that one before, like Vestier. And I don't even know how I came across it, but. Um, no, yeah, I avid like half my wardrobe for our Euro trip is from Depop. Same. I just got more shit today. Oh my god, so such good. good stuff! And I had yeah. the best thrift run. Like the best thrift runs are the ones that you didn't plan on going on. You know, like there was no plan. You're just yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. I'll just stop in see if I like anything. Holy shit! Yo, was it for you or Gonzo? It was because I, I know you got the pants. Well, I'm. I did a little – I can say this now because by the time I send it – well, I'm sending it today. So 
her birthday is on the day that Addison's birthday is this week. And so I'm sending her a thrift bundle for her birthday. So I thrifted her a bunch oh, of cute. things. So I wanted, so I was like, oh, I just need like two or three more items. Like I'm going to stop into the Salvation Army right ne- next to Gonzo's office. And when I tell you mm-hmm. I walked out of there, thank God all the clothes were 50% off because I walked out of there spending $50, like 50% off. I would have spent $100 at Salvation Army on a whim. Like I got so much good stuff. So much good stuff. And then I went yeah. to Savers on Saturday and I got so many more good things. Gonzo got a really good thrift find. Um, but then I got really good thrift finds for um, Allie's baby. Like just so many good things. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Oh my God. I saw Ellen just brought in her baby girl. All of my friends are mothers now and... I'm so happy. I'm so happy. It's like, I cannot wait. I was actually just talking to Gonzo. I was like, okay, we're going to be home for like two weeks. We're, I'm going to have to be home for two weeks at Christmas because I, when we go home for Christmas, I'll have to go for like two weeks because I have to celebrate my mom's birthday. It's a big birthday. We're going to do a birthday trip. I have to meet Ellen's baby. Yep. I'll have to meet Allie's baby. She'll be here by then. And then I need to see all my other kids, like Carly's child, um, Lauren and Jeremy's children, my flower girl in, um, Ring how are you going to do all this in two weeks? I'm going to have to figure it out. Like, this is the hardest part about living so far is the kids. Like, yes, of course I want to see all of my friends, but I want to see the kids. Like, I don't want to miss out on these kids lives, especially at these cute stages. Good luck with that. I have it also, out. I thought I was reserving a day of the Korean um, wash house. Yeah, no, no. I'll, I'll throw that in. Yeah, I'll be a bonus day. All right. Maybe we do that right. the day before I leave. I don't want. I don't want to become second. I don't want to become second fiddle to all these. You're not. Ones, but like, you know? here's the thing. I also have other friends. Like, it is so stressful. Like, not only do I, I have so many friends with kids, obviously, that I need to see, but then I have just like other yeah. other girlies that I I need to visit. I need to see. A stressful time no i i it is so please um bear with me if you're my friend and i haven't told you what day i'm gonna see you during christmas like please like just trust me that i'm really trying my best like i i'm like have a calendar little mock-up of how i'm gonna try to fit everyone in because i i want to already yeah because justin we have to we have to you know get our tickets like our flights and it is like we have to book our days and this is probably the most sure far have... in advance I've ever seen you plan or heard about you planning something. Yeah, that's facts, but it's because of all the kids. It's because of all the kids. <laughs> if if it wasn't like, for I the kids, I would you... figure it out way later. Yeah. I think this is even earlier than like you did a lot of wedding planning, you know? Okay, call me out harder. <laughs> I'm the worst. I hate planning. Like planning is my absolute worst nightmare and by the way i work best under pressure like my procrastination always serves me well like my wedding iconic <laughs> halloween costumes <laughs> always good you know like day before <laughs> oh don't have the bread 15 minutes before the ceremony no worries it's coming i don't know about no worries we <laughs> yeah grandma joy were worried shout out grandma yeah. joy <laughs> That's just like it's a fun fact. Like if you want to be my friend, like just beware. Like I'm not planning anything four days earlier than when it's actually supposed to happen. Yeah, I feel you. But Justin will plan four years, so don't worry. We even each other out like that. 
Oh, yeah, I, like, overly plan out ahead, so, yes. I know. If I could hire you and Jackie to be, like, my lives personal planners, I 100% would. Like, 100%. Actually, we need this to be successful, and then we could just hire on Jackie as our, like, life coordinator, director, our yeah. life director, and she will have us yeah. down to a T, down to a science. All right, let's uh, let's save that and um, pin that for later because we're having our strategy, goal setting yeah. meeting later today. So strategy session. Okay, great. Um, I want to quickly touch on the fact that I am now a proud stray animal um, caregiver to two sets of wild chickens. So a mom and four chicks that are like teenage years and then a mom and 10 baby, baby chicks. And I feed them rice every day and they come to my house and – cluck 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 at me and fly up to the window to make sure that they that I see them to bring them rice and my outdoor cat Sylvester who I've been trying to get comfortable with me since literally January now comes for breakfast and dinner every single day and lets me pet him I'm just one okay. step closer to living out my like farm life dream I'm just like Wild animals have diseases. Okay, wash your hands. The little the the mom the okay, the mama chicken that has the four teenage chicks, they originally yeah. were cared for. They're they are cared for by our neighbors that we're friends with. And they're gone for this week. So Got I it. was going over there and making sure that I was still feeding them because they've grown attached to them. And there's this one black one that will like yeah. just fly up and sit in your hand and you can just pick him up and he doesn't like freak out or anything and he'll eat the uncooked rice out of your hand. And he's so cute. And I love him. Island life. Wow. All right. <laughs> I know. Just like who's a princess that has farm animals? I guess I could say I'm Snow White. Like about? she hangs out with all the stray animals, right? Oh my God, there's so much drama around her. The new live action. I saw movie, that, and like I haven't every other live. I action. haven't heard anything about it. Do you know? It's because they're like taking out the like princess or the prince saving her portion. They're taking out some like other sections that have been deemed problematic. And of course, people are pissed about yeah, it. Yeah, I've seen that so. Walt Disney's grandson is the most upset. The privileged white man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who's rich. <laughs> the Nepo baby's upset, okay? Yeah. The Nepo baby is upset. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Standard. And also, we didn't talk about this last week. Justin, Olivia Rodrigo's new single. Hmm. Um. I'm not obsessed. It's my favorite song. Really? Oh my god. I could listen to it on repeat on extreme volume and I am nowhere near that phase of my life, but like it is the most fun song to sing. I wasn't that obsessed the first two times I listened to it. Then I listened to it again and I was like, uh -huh. holy shit, this is actually a masterpiece. It's giving 90s. It's giving like the Veronicas. Do you remember the Veronicas? Yeah. It's giving that and it's so fun. It's so angsty and it's so cute and like witty. I'm obsessed with it. Obsessed. Maybe I'll have to give it another. I think I listened to it like once or twice through and I was like, eh. No, you need to listen to it again. And then you need to go on Olivia's TikTok. And she's made like a yep. bunch of obviously like TikToks to the song. And her TikToks also make you like it more when you're seeing it like. Okay played out in real life. 
I'll give it a shot. Yeah, give it a shot. I'll give it a shot. Especially since you made such a bold statement that Olivia Rodrigo, you liked Olivia Rodrigo over Taylor Swift. I did say that, didn't yeah. I? And I'm never going to forget that. I'll forget if we made plans two weeks from now, but I will never forget that you told me <laughs> that you like Olivia Rodrigo over Taylor Swift. Is it too late to take it back? No, it's never too late. It's never too late to become a Swifty. Okay. I don't see. I feel I think that I, I would be disrespecting Swifties calling myself a Swifty. Um, you know who came out as the newest Swifty? I think his name is Bill. I don't know. Bill Belichick. Belichick. The Patriots. The football football coach. coach. I think he's Patriots. Yeah. He he made like a statement like she's strong, man. Like she played straight through the rain. Like shake it off. Like people do need to shake it off. That song's so true. (laughs) So funny. You have to read the quote. I'll send it to you. That's hilarious. Damn. Everybody's coming out as a Swifty. That's crazy. Yeah. As they should. Hmm. Okay, well, should we get into our trends? We only have one trend because it's huge. Yeah, let's get into it. You introduce it because you know more. We only have one trend. So I made the mistake (laughs) of coming across these damn algorithms because once you watch like one or two, Mm -hmm. you're fucked. So anyway, I came across the sorority like pledge week video dance things where all these girls line up in front of their houses and they do these dances so i'll tell you originally why i came across this and i started watching them is because this means no offense to anybody especially if you're in a sorority in the south um a lot of these sororities are primarily white and they're like dancing to like fresh prince of bel-air there is one to like swag surfing which is like kind of like the black people anthem Mm. right now that's been playing a lot in like clubs and it's just like, what the hell is happening right now to like, like clearly no diversity whatsoever in these sororities and they're dancing to these like hip hop songs. So that's where I originally started watching them because I was like, this is fucking ridiculous. And then ever since then, I keep getting like them on my feed 24 seven. So I then started showing them to Jackie and then you. And then we all started diving into this deep, dark hole of what is Southern rushing or Greek life, which is on a completely different level than anything we've ever experienced. It's insane. Literally there's like a whole other level. There's consultants. There's consult. There's this lady who says you can for four grand uh, buy a consulting service that can help you get into yes. authority. And they write you what the hell? And aren't there dudes? Yeah. And the dudes That's are expensive. Well, okay. So, um, this is now a phenomenon. Like this started with Bama rush talk. It started last year. And yeah. all the sororities, like, it's normal to have a theme. Like, it's normal to do all that stuff. It's not normal to do the TikToks. Obviously, this is new with TikTok after 2020. But then 2022 was really the first year that we saw it into action because it was the first year everyone was, like, rushing in person. And there was, like, a few yeah. key players that everyone watched and whatever. Now, this year, it's, like, really widespread. And I actually should check, like, my sorority's TikTok to see if they are also doing this. Now that I think about it, but LMU just like wasn't a sorority or fraternity school, really. Like we had them, but it's a private school. So there was no houses. So it just wasn't, there was no physical houses. So it just wasn't the the same. same. Um, But still, even in my school where sororities and fraternities like were not the biggest deal on campus, like if you weren't in one, it was totally fine. Um, It was very intense. And like 
when you go to, through Rush, they ask you like, oh, what do your parents do? Like they want to know what your wealth level is or they like ask you like, oh, your top's so cute. Where did you get it? They want to see how much money you spent on your clothes, whatever it is, just to kind of gauge like, oh, are your, is your family going to be able to contribute? Are you going to be able to keep up with like our like vacations and lifestyles? Like especially at LMU, a lot of the yeah. girls are extremely wealthy and then they go on like these big like for spring break, they're not going to Cabo. Like they're going to Paris, you know, so it's it's different. And um, That's crazy. I like they'd be like, oh, what do your parents do? I'm like, oh, um, my dad died and my mom's a third grade teacher and my shirt's from TJ Maxx. Like I was not um, – <laughs> I was not uh, fought over to say the least when I was rushing. But yeah. I got into a really good sorority. But still it was just like not – I wasn't in like the cool girl sororities by any means. But like all my Pi-Fi sisters – Actually, we go like this. And it's I hated it. And it's like this shit. This shit is crazy because then Jackie's watching a documentary, and it was talking about some secret society within the Greek system that controlled pretty much everything on campus. Like, yes. And you, I'm not a conspiracy theory person, but I 100% think this is a goddamn thing, especially in the South. Like these people getting together, choosing who wins things, choosing what policies get passed, mm -hmm. but then also like these connections go way beyond school. Yeah. Like we all know that like these connections lead to jobs, lead to weddings. And like, um, it's like unity between, um, you know, wealthy families and shit like that. Like 100%. I've known, like I've heard of like certain, yeah, certain women are like certain girls only will date boys from certain fraternities mm -hmm. and vice versa, Yeah, which is, insane to me it's it's wild and these girlies on bama rush talk okay so yes there's the dances the sorority like it's a theme day every day those are so entertaining yeah. to watch you guys should just go on a deep dive literally almost every school does them i think asu's always has a lot of them as well um i bet you like yeah. usc and ucla do too i can't really think of like any other california schools that are really into sororities and fraternities other than those two um yeah but in the south it's everything to be in a sorority and these girls are fighting for their fucking lives like they have to be on tiktok and they have to do their like outfit of the days for the rush and how many views and likes and engagement that they're getting on tiktok is contributing to them getting a seat in this sorority that they desire to be in this year um yeah. this girl her name is bella reeves she is like the top followed rush candidate girly this year i think rush is over now i think it was last week um for her yeah. but every single day she was on there her and her roommate they have like a crazy dorm looks like an interior designer came in and did it and i need to know looks like probably did which they probably did i need to know what the fuck is the pants store can someone explain the pants store the what to every single outfit they're like dress the pants store the pants store sounds like dress barn. Like, where are you? What is the pants store? All the Southern girls get all of their rush dresses and stuff from the pants store. And I'm, I don't know what that so is. So are these like non-name brand like dresses? I'm confused. I guess. I don't know. Like maybe the, the brand is pants store. Like, is it expensive? I've never heard of this until this like sorority rush thing especially in alabama like the pants store is everything i yeah. need to look it up immediately actually while we're on this while we're on this facetime justin i'm gonna look up the pants store and it's it's wild every single girl it's like if you don't have a dress on from the pants store like 
you're you're screwed. I just need to understand. I need to understand it. Okay. It's called Pants Store. They don't even have a hundred thousand followers on Instagram. Let's see what they're how many how much they're Do you think this are. can be just like their way of not saying where their stuff no, is. No, Justin, it's a whole thing. They tag them in everything. So no, it's so odd. Like it's the most basic. Like it's not cute stuff. No girl, no girl in California or Arizona is wearing anything from the pants store. But for some reason in the South, they're all wearing the pants store. And so, do they look cute on the girls? Like I'm confused. Let me see if I can show you Bama Rush collection. They have a Bama Rush collection. Oh my god! Oh my god! It's like tennis skirts. So for one of the date, like the philanthropy, like there's different. You have to dress in different types of outfits. For one of the days, they all wear tennis yeah. skirts and like polo tank tops and hokas. And if you're not wearing that exact formula, you're out. And gold jewelry, of course. But it's just so like it's not cute. It's not anything we would. I'm gonna send it to you right now. Do you have your phone? Yeah. You're not. You're gonna be like what? No, it's the most random thing. I encourage everyone to look up at Pants Store on Instagram. And I just need to understand all the girls, all the girls are wearing Pants Store. Do you see it? This shouldn't be a thing. It shouldn't be a thing. It's ugly. What the actual fuck? I know. So anyways, if you guys are on Rush Talk, please... We have become obsessed. We've watched documentaries. I have watched, I think, every TikTok. But, like, if there is one that you're passionate about, DM us because I want to see it. You can send it to us on TikTok, too, by the way. We have a TikTok. You should follow it. Um, Yeah. Just an, just an iconic this part is, of social media history. This shows no originality. No. They're all dressed exactly. the same. That's the point. And they all show up wearing the same. See, mm-mm. 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 I would never be able to be in a fraternity in these areas. No, I am way too goddamn unique. We're I too cool. Stand out. <laughs> uh uh-uh. uh. Absolutely. Hell no. Yeah. Nope. So I'm sure you guys are all aware of this phenomenon and you're all probably watching as well. But if you're not, this is a fun deep dive for you to do on TikTok. Just Bama Rush Talk. I mean, it is entertaining to watch the TikToks. But it like, is. And the dorm no. rooms. And not only, like, are the girls' dorm rooms so cute. And it's, like, do they know who they're – they're all choosing their roommate. And they're having, like, full-on interior designers decorate their dorm rooms. Like, it's beautiful with headboards and stuff. Like, I didn't get to choose my roommate yeah. my first year at LMU. And I had a weird roommate who painted – things with her fingers she literally would stay in on friday and saturday nights and finger paint and put our initials inside of her creations and hang them up all over my room but these girls somehow get the exact same identical human being to them and they have an interior design dorm room but no i had a hundred tie-dye print peace sign stickers and water finger paintings all over mine oh my god i'm dead even oh, the guys' man. dorm rooms are to a T decorated so that when they bring their little sorority girly home, they can see, oh, don't worry. My mom and dad come from money too. We're, I also got an interior designer for my dorm room. And that's our trend of the week. <laughs> don't. 
don't understand it. Anyway, all right, shall yes, we? Let's get into it. Let's get into it. All right. Um, so first story. This I always don't know how to respond to this. <laughs> Sorry, my camera's telling me it's overheating oh, again, so we might pause. have to okay. pause in a second. But anyway, um, I never know how to respond to like Britney posting videos mm-hmm. because she looks. It looks so sad and like she just doesn't look all there. She looks it just is very sad. Anyway, so news came out that her and her husband, Sam, how do you say his name? Asgari? Asgari, I don't know. Are getting a divorce. And apparently he's wanting to go back on the prenup because he wants more money and he's threatening to like release like secrets about her. Apparently, they've been spending like months at a time without each other or not near each other because their relationship is so mm-hmm. toxic. I'm sorry, I called this shit from the yeah. Game. I think like, everyone I was just think... waiting for the other ball, the other shoe to drop. You know? Yeah, it just. I'm sorry. The way she presents online, even though I know it's you know online, I don't know her personally. It just she doesn't seem like she is able to be in a relationship and not to put it all blame on all on no. her because he took advantage he of a situation he took advantage of and that's what i'm saying is like i feel like she's highly vulnerable to being taken advantage of like as we were aware with this conservatorship bullshit, i would say that know? britney's true fans the ones that are like diehards the ones that are crying on the internet saying leave britney alone have never approved of this marriage and have always been skeptical yeah so i think they're feeling a little um validated in their skepticism and he there's been so much coming out about him in general and one of the main things is like his glow up from before he like started dating britney and when once he started dating her like he got his full like face fixed like his teeth and mouth and everything Mm, and he like got a personal trainer so he looks like a different person and then um but he's claiming that Britney sleeps with like knives and that she's like he was scared for his own life, you know, that she's gonna like freak out yeah. in the middle of the night. And you know, that could be true, honestly. Like we just don't know. Yeah. But it doesn't seem like he was a good partner in the sense of he wasn't able to meet her needs or take them seriously. Cause I don't know if I don't know. But it's it's all sad. No one's no one's surprised that it's going down so poorly. But my favorite part to come out of it is Octavia Spencer. For some reason, is like highly involved in <laughs> Britney's personal life. Yeah, I saw that headline. Like, why? So first, when she first like said that, like announced that she was engaged, Octavia Spencer posted on commented on her Instagram like, "Get a prenup," like just straight to the yeah. point. Like, get a prenup. Listen to me, sister. Get a prenup. And then she had one. And then when they announced that she's getting a divorce, she commented extortion is illegal because he's now trying to, you know, like he's threatening her to get more from the prenup. So I just love that Octavia is um, concerned and she's, you know, looking out for for our girl, Brittany. So random. random, But it's so so funny. But yeah, she just seems like unfazed on Instagram doing her dances. And again, I don't know if I'm supposed to watch them. It feels like I'm not supposed to see that. That it's like I'm watching a train wreck. 
She's like half in like laundry. Not sometimes she's naked. Sometimes she's in underwear. Sometimes she's in a really fancy dress, but like her makeup's been on for fifteen days. Yeah, and like I've always avoided putting stories about her on our episodes, just because like I feel really bad because I think she got really screwed over by the industry, and it's almost like her maturity and intelligence is kind of like stunted. Yeah, to that of like. And, like, again, I don't want to make assumptions because I don't know what's truly going on. But it just – the presentation is just not of a mature adult making adult Yeah, decisions. it's hard to talk about because it feels like such a sensitive topic. And it's very obvious that we don't know yeah. the full story and we probably will never know the full story. Like, we're not entitled to it. So all we can do is hope that she has some loving people around her. Jamie Lynn Spears, her sister, did refollow her on Instagram after the divorce was announced. So, who knows on that front? Okay, next story I'm so excited to talk about because there has been so many updates and so many wild and crazy things happening this past week in the Vanderpump Rules sphere. So, this shouldn't be a thing anymore. Sorry, guys. It's still a thing, and there's lots to say. Okay. (sighs) Headline is, Vanderpump Rules Raquel Levis won't be returning for season 11. Honestly. Yes. She is officially now going by Rachel. Um, She was on Bethany Frankel's podcast, Just Be with Bethany. And if you guys know Bravo, which I'm pretty sure all of you guys do, you know Bethany Frankel. And you know Bethany is just like a strong personality. I think she's a force. And Rachel says the same thing because you're a force, Bethany. Bethany asked her, like, why me? Like, you could have gone on any news outlet in the whole world. And she was like, you're a force, Bethany. So Bethany's a force. And that's why Rachel went on. Um, It was a three-part podcast episode, and I've never seen so many ads in one podcast in my entire lifetime. Like, each episode was under 40 minutes, and each episode had between, like, 10 to 20 ads. It was crazy. Like, 25. She's getting paid, though. Yes, but here's here's the the kicker with that, though. Are you watching TikTok? Here's, (laughs) Here's the kicker with that. Bethany's whole thing is about how reality stars need to get paid more. And she even makes the comment that Rachel makes less than her interns do. Bethany goes, you made less than my interns did last year. Rachel's like, really? Crazy. Lisa Vanderpump said on the record, she's like, Raquel made $361,000 last year. So I don't know what kind of interns Bethany Frankel has, but like, I'll be your intern. Yeah. Like she got paid. She's not broke. And Rachel's whole thing is now is that she's, she's very broken. You know, she probably is. She's not getting, you know, sponsorships like she used to. She's not broke, but maybe she just like mismanaged her money because she definitely was making a lot of money from Bravo alone. She made 361K and on top, like her sponsorship spots are probably at least $10,000 each. Like, and she, we can yep. go back and count how many sponsorships she's had, but like she's getting paid. Like she's fine. She's not broke. There's more broke people in the world. Um, and the kicker that everyone's saying is like, did Bethany pay Rachel to be on this podcast? Probably not. But Bethany's making bank off Rachel being on her podcast. She's gotten the number one spot for over a week now in the podcast charts. And yeah. she had, like I said, 10 to 15 to 20 advertisers per episode, three parts, each advertising 
spots probably at least 10,000 to 20,000 even and did Bethany pay Rachel for her being on her podcast? That's the big question. Bethany is not saying if she did or not and everyone's being like obviously Rachel didn't get paid or Bethany would have like immediately come out and been like of course I paid Rachel. Anyway, yeah. so her talking about how she doesn't get paid enough but not paying Rachel is just laughable. And that's just like a um, an ironic thing about Bethany, something that she always does, hypocritical. Okay, so a few things to note from the podcast episodes that came out. She's officially going by Rachel. That is her given name. She's going back to it. She said she originally named herself Raquel because there were other Rachels in her class and she wanted to stand out and she wanted to like be her own person. And she didn't, and she liked playing like this character. Like Raquel was like, Mm -hmm. but she goes, her family's always called her Rachel. Another fun fact is that she's actually her aunt's daughter and her mom adopted her. So her mom's sister had Rachel and she didn't want to take care of her or just like couldn't have a baby or like didn't want to have a have like a child and rachel's mom who's technically her aunt adopted her and raised her as her own so that's probably another thing that from the get-go you know that would fuck me up um some fun things that she said in the podcast was she was never really that close with Ariana. That they weren't actually best friends. She would never talk to Ariana about anything serious. And she said that they never hung out off camera. Um, that's not true. They they went they did a lot of things off camera. Like they have a whole friend group together. So lots of friend groups are coming out being like, Ariana and Rachel hung out all the time. Like they were actually friends. It's crazy for her to be like, we were just friends because of the show. Um, so and this, Bethany kind of like pushed that agenda too. This like... I suppose she did a bunch of work on herself. This isn't giving I did work on myself. Okay. Well, I'll get to that. So she spent three months in the meadows in the treatment facility. She talks about that a lot. Um, She's glad she went. She says she learned a lot about herself and she's still learning a lot about herself. So that's what she did there. She was supposed to have, in in regards to the reunion, she was supposed to have a mental health advocate for her at the reunion on standby. Bravo apparently took that away once the paparazzi video came out of her talking to paparazzi outside the nail salon. Remember that weird video of her like Mm. with her son? She was like talking to paparazzi and she probably most likely called that on herself. But she's still claiming that they found her and Bravo was mad that she talked to them. And so um, they took away – they like punished her by taking away the mental health advocate, which is shame on Bravo. She needed one. Yeah, that's – yeah. And – the hardest part of the podcast to listen to was Bethany said plainly, like in a normal voice, what Ariana said to Rachel at the reunion. And man, oh man, like it didn't feel right hearing it from Ariana in the reunion. And it definitely did not feel right hearing it in a normal voice out of context. When she was like, you're nothing, like you're less than nothing. You have no friends. Like you're evil. You're not a human. Like you're subhuman. Like it is really mean. And Ariana should not have gone like that. I think that yeah. was like I, – and I think everyone agreed at that point. Like that was too far and everyone was uncomfortable listening to that and it was extremely uncomfortable listening to it in a plain voice. So I do feel for Rachel in that regards. Like she did get treated like she wasn't a real person. No one on set was sitting there being like, hey, like are you okay? Like this is a work setting at the end of the day. They're employees. They have contracts. Like they have to perform. They have to be there. Yeah. So for her not to be taken care of at her job is really disappointing to hear about when it's coming from such a huge 
mega conglomerate like Bravo. So that's disappointing. Um, and she should have had a mental health advocate for her. She said she feels like Andy – so Andy gave an interview right after the reunion where he said, like, it seems like she was highly medicated when they asked about, like, her lack of emotion on the reunion mm, she didn't cry or anything. Yeah. And he said yeah. she probably was highly medicated. She goes, I was highly medicated, but I feel like that's a violation of HIPAA or something for him to say that, which it's <laughs> so silly. And, like, yeah, you know, it probably is, like – He's speculating and yeah, he shouldn't it, have said that. But like that also what you're saying also doesn't make sense. And she was like doubling down on the HIPAA stuff. And then she told a story about how the first week that she got there to the Meadows, there was a girl there that recognized her. Yeah. Who was also in treatment and was like, Raquel, like, what are you doing here? And Raquel filled this girly in like, oh, this is why. Because she had been in. So she never knew what had yeah. happened. And then – um that girl left a weekend she was done with her treatment and then it got leaked to the press where she was so she's like that's a hipaa violation too like i feel like that girl leaked um, it yeah technically but i don't think other patients like are held to hipaa compliance like hipaa compliance is for the, for the doctors facility itself like we're yeah. not allowed to give out patient information blah 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 but like a patient seeing somebody else at a doctor's office, I don't think that falls under HIPAA to be totally honest. So, okay. Well, that's good to know. Um, she says that she, for season 11, remember they were going back and forth with the contract. We didn't know yeah. they were like, we're having problems yeah. with the contract. The contract was about, because she was asked, she was asking to get paid the same as Tom and Ariana because she carried season 11 on her back, you know, like she took the brunt of it and yeah, she really like carried but... them through. Yeah, sure. And now she's like, like uh, scorned from the earth. Like she can't just go yep. get another job. You know, she can't just be like, yeah. "Hey, I'm gonna now be a teacher," which like oh she God. could, but it would be it'd be weird. It's it's like pumpkin from Flavor of Love. Yes. So it's like all over they, again. They used her, you know, in yep. a sense. They made a lot of money off of her. She could get paid the same as Tom and Ariana. It's like pennies in the bucket to what they made off of this scandal. Yeah, I mean they could, but like Tom and Ariana have been in it since the beginning. Like, they're yeah, like but principal they, cast. Okay, so, see, they Bravo was planning on canceling Vanderpump Rules after season ten. It, it was it was going to go in the trash, but because of this scandal, they bought another season. So really, she's the reason. She's part of the reason that the whole they're cast has a season. job. Yeah. Mm. So, you know, she does. She and like she's pay her, pay her, you know, like you've made her the devil and literally everyone's eyes. You've given her really bad. You know, like you haven't been there for her. She's obviously was not well and no one yeah. cared. They just like made it more and more of a thing. They egged her on basically. Um, but Bravo said no. And so Bethany was mm. like, so are you going back for season 11? She goes, Oh, hell no. And Bethany's all like, I'm actually so proud of you. Like, that's a good decision, you know, for your mental health. And then Bethany goes, if they would have paid you as much as Tom and Ariana, would you have gone back? And she was like, well, yeah, because then it would be for something. And yeah. Bethany was like praising her for being like, oh, good for you. Like, you're not – you're you had a taste of fame and you're not like chasing that fame anymore. Like you're getting off the ride. And then she goes on to announce that she's going to start her own podcast. So it's like, yeah, no, exactly. she's still chasing the fame. Like me, me on this podcast right now is chasing fame. You know, like their podcasts 
there's you to be successful, you have to have them famous to some degree. So that was just like a silly conversation altogether. She's going to start a podcast about um, being the other woman and the psychology behind it. And she's going to bring on like professionals in the field to talk about it. Touche for her. She's using what card she was dealt and parlaying that into, I mean, good for her. Yeah. Good for her. Honestly, would love to hear it. Don't don't really want to hear it from her, but would love to hear it in general. You know, like it is a good idea and she can't really do anything else. And I think it's a good decision that she's not going back on the show. So, yeah, same. You know, if the podcast is going to take the place of going on the show, then we support. Um, She did also talk about Graham, the dog and the real story that happened behind it. She did fill in a little bit of the details. Um. Sure, the reason she didn't want the dog to go back to James is because James is the reason for his biting problem in the first place. That James would like egg him on to bite, that he liked Mm -hmm. it when he bit him, and he would like want him to bite him harder because of the sensation. And so she's like, he's the problem. He's not like fit to be a good dog dad. And she was really upset that, um, that they were using Graham in the show as a storyline. First she of was all, obviously him really liking good. to be bit by his dog is a little odd. Yeah. Oh, she also claimed that okay, so Kristen Dowdy, she used to date James before Rachel did. And mm-hmm. Kristen in a bunch of podcasts this year over the time frame of Scandal has like been hinting at the fact and like basically saying that uh James Kenny was highly toxic and abusive in a relationship. And Mm -hmm. she's like, and I'm going to expose him. Like, that's just on my agenda. But then she was offered her own spinoff show on Bravo. And Rachel was like, that was like hush money from Bravo because they want to keep like, if James Kennedy goes down, you know, like that's a whole part of Vanderpump Rules. Like you can't really do that. So they gave her a spinoff. So she claimed that. Um, Also, she was asked if any of the cast members have reached out to her. She said no. Lala did. Lala said she should come back. And Lisa Vanderpump called her and said, like, you should come back even just to, like, come to Villa Rosa and have a conversation, like, just with me. They just want yeah. – they just know it would be high ratings. And Raquel said yeah. no. Or Rachel said no. So good for her. Um, yeah. But it, it, I am annoyed with this new season. I don't even want to watch it because Tom's just, like, seemingly back in the good graces of everyone. And everyone's like – commenting you don't know what he's like what he's put in to these relationships it's like oh rachel hasn't put anything in like she's been in treatment for the past three months like why are we why are we making her the problem still like he manipulated her like you can just she's not very smart like she's young and she's impressionable and he did this to her and he's like oh just welcome back in like there's a photo of them filming and um lala's hugging tom it's like disgusting See, this is this is what is the underbelly of reality TV, and I think that at the end of the day, as much as these people present as, you know, you think some of them are nice and caring and kind of down to earth, they're all trying to get the bag, and they they're will all do, playing characters. They're all playing characters at this point. They will do whatever they need to in order to up ratings. Like this is just this is like Laguna Beach without the scripts. You yeah. Know? Like, I'm sorry, that kind of shit. Like you're mad at him one minute, hugging him the next. Like, yeah. Also, we have to 
remember that literally every single person on the show were all aspiring actors, actresses, and they were yeah. waiting at this restaurant while they were trying to become actors and actresses and then they got given this show. Like they were all already trying to become this. Like this is what they want to do. So they're acting and don't forget that. Um, but I don't think Rachel was acting. I think Rachel wasn't up to speed. Like she wasn't yeah. understanding the true inner workings. I do – she she also claimed that like Ariana and Tom weren't really together and that was like known in their friend group as well. And everyone's coming up and like that's not true. Like no one ever thought that. She also claimed that um, Ariana sent the video of her diddling herself to all of her friends and um, her friends have reached – have all posted like no one saw this video. Like yeah. it was – no one saw it. Like no one on the cast saw it. The only people that seen it were Tom, Ariana, and – rachel um pathological liar yeah i think she just she's really trying to cover up things still and i think the best direction should just be i was manipulated like i let myself get emotionally manipulated and abused by this person and i am on the other side of that i see that now and i am so sorry that should have been the narrative not like oh but we weren't that close she did this like we didn't, we don't need to go and hash any of that out. Like you just need to, you need to under like really put the blame where it lies and Tom's the problem and make him like get off the show, you know, like push that narrative. Anyways, Sheena Shea put out a diss track to Rachel and it's, you know, it's fine. It's better than good as gold, but I just so wish stupid. it's so stupid. I wish she would have done a track about like having your girls back, like in like, about Ariana rather than making a diss track about Rachel. Agreed. Like, waste of time. Okay. That's all of the Vanderpump Rules updates. And let us know if you'll be listening to season – or listening, if you'll be watching season 11 because I'm honestly unsure. I have nothing to say. I'm so over the, bro the bullshit. He's over the bullshit. Okay, next story. All right, next story. I am so happy that this got dropped right before we decided to record. Mm -hmm. Queen Rihanna and our king, ASAP Rocky, welcome their second child. It's a baby boy. Um, he is a Leo, which you know, Leos, Leos get after shit. You know, they're oh, he's they're gonna be a star. Like they get shit done. As far I as names, what is their first kid's name? It's the Wu Tang Clan name. Oh yes, it's um, RZA. Um, yeah, RZA. Yeah, it's RZA. Uh, what? Oh, they might just do another Wu Tang King, uh, Clan character, not character, but person. True. I'm trying to think if like, is ASAP like into any like specific cartoon or anime or, you know, like I could see I them just, going yeah. down that route. Yeah. Too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like I an anime, anime character's sure. name or like the last one of the last airbenders character's name, something like that. For some reason, I see ASAP like into the like or like a Ninja Turtle. A, a baby boy Aang, a little a little Aang. Oh, my God. Aang would be cute. What are the Ninja yeah. Turtles names? Leonardo. Donatello, Raphael and Michelangelo. Maybe Raphael and Rizza. Rafa, Rafi. Mm, I like Aang better. Or um, another character from um, 
um, Avatar is um, Soka or Appa. What are the R names? Because it's Rihanna, Riza. Like, they're probably going to do another R. Um, I can't think of one off the top of my head. Me either. Hmm. All right. Well, congratulations. We'll find out in two Mr. years Mrs. what her, name, her baby's name is. I know. They released so late. Yeah. Okay, but we're so uh, excited. Right. Such great Last news. Last story. No, you didn't talk about number three. Oh, my gosh. More drama with Kiki Palmer. You know what? I, I, I tip my hat off to you because Kiki Palmer, after all the drama with her boyfriend and her at the Usher concert, she decides to double down and perform or she guests in Usher's music video called mm-hmm. Boyfriend. And yeah, in the beginning did. of the video, she does like a cheeky wink at the beginning of the video and says, um, I am a mother after all. Looks at the camera and then winks. I was like, oh, you a bad bitch. I'm obsessed. You know what? Kiki Palmer's become my new favorite celebrity. Her, have you seen the videos of her on TikTok where she like tries to guess people's um, zodiac sign? Like no. she asks them a series of questions and then she tries to guess their sign. It's so funny. Like she's really into it, and yeah, yeah, yeah. she just has the best personality. Like she's probably so fun. That guy's so fucked up. Like she's such a fun partner. He's stupid. He is He's so, so dumb. Stupid. And- Good on Usher for like playing along, and I'm sorry. And at not this making point, her feel bad about the whole absolutely. thing. Absolutely, I I would be nervous if Jackie and you decide to go to an Usher concert because Usher out here ruining relationships without even doing anything. We'll see next time you are gone. Don't make us mad. We'll just text each other like, should we get Usher tickets? <laughs> <laughs> That's the ultimate like uh, argument ender. Like, yes. I'll go buy tickets right now. Yeah, you're pissing off Jackie. She's going to say, okay, that's fine. Next weekend, I'm going to see Usher, though. Front row. Front row. And I'm wearing a sheer dress and shaking my ass. Oh, man. Damn, that's so facts. I'll come with you, Jackie. I love this for her. I think she's great. She's a queen. Okay. Last story. Last story. Miley Cyrus and Selena Gomez are both dropping new singles on August 25th this Friday. Oh my god, I'm so excited. Um, I'm kind of surprised Miley is dropping a new single because we just got her album, I feel like. I'm more surprised about Selena. Like, when's the last time she dropped something? Yeah, Selena does things, though, like, randomly. Like, she'll put out a song here or there. And they're usually collab songs. And I feel like this one's also a collab. But I'm excited about it. Single soon. This might actually be the one that she's collabed with the Chainsmokers. Ugh. Remember? Because she was like, are they still dating? No, we've we've reported that she's maybe dating six other people since then. Uh, you're right. She she out there in them streets. So maybe it's a collab with one of them, and that just hasn't been like announced yet. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. or maybe it's just by herself. I prefer it if it was by herself because she's just she's queen vibes on her own. We don't need a collab, but she likes to do them. And then Miley's used to be young, which is probably going to be. She's been doing, like, press videos about her, like, Hannah Montana days and, you know, maybe mm-hmm. just kind of like her up and coming in Hollywood and how she was before and what she's like now. Mm-hmm. 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 That song is dope. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Flowers. Yes. It's a good song. It's a good song. And I love her tattoos. Same. I love her hair recently. She has some good hair. 
Okay. All right. TV. Season finale of the summer, I Turn Pretty. But I've been commenting on people's posts about this show because people are like Team Bell or Team Jelly, Team Conrad. I am Team No Belly. Yeah. You know, I'm Team Jeremiah and Team Conrad. I'm just No Belly. Like, she shouldn't be involved. They need to, none of them should date. They need to just be a close family unit. Yes. And like, and just support each other in that way. Cause it's like, it's too weird. Like, I don't think her and Jeremiah are like forever, ever. No. Like, I think if anything, she's gonna wind up back with Conrad, which no, is just of weird. Course. First of all, in the books, there's three books. I have not read them, but I know that she ultimately ends with Conrad. So it's just like, and everyone majority knows that. So it's like, what are we doing here? We all know you end up with and Conrad. Then, how do you get back to that? And then, like, how does, like, Jeremiah, like, how is he the rest of his life when he has to deal, like... Yeah. Oh, he's going to be the uncle to yours and Conrad's kids? Weird. Maybe he's the dad because, you know, you, you know, hooked up with yeah. both of them. Is Conrad making you take a DNA test when you get pregnant? Like, questions. And, like... Down the road, when you're just hanging out with the family and, you know, you guys exchange a glance, is Conrad always going to wonder, like... Yep. It's going to be forever an issue. It's disgusting. Honestly, it's so (laughs) disturbing. I'm so mad. The scene where Conrad left and he just, like, sits outside the hotel room and starts crying, like, I wanted to cry with him, but I was bawling my eyes out at the scene with Susanna. Like, bawling. Oh, my God. When she says bye to Belly... And she says, like, take care of them. And Susanna told her it was Conrad. Susanna said, she did. take care of Conrad. She never she once did. said you're supposed to be with Jeremiah. She's always said Conrad. Why are you going against Susanna's wishes? <laughs> oh, man. It just, it's and so Laurel, messy. Laurel, like, mother your daughter. She honestly does. She, need to, she needs to, she needs to rain know, get rain. those reins. Yeah. Like, sister, like, let's think about it. Like, who do you actually like? Because this is not, this is not ending well. No. For us. It's not. If you want to maintain. And if I was Steven, oh. I did love when um, Jeremiah was like, I'm going to stay and watch my girl play. Like, you could stay to Steven. And he was like, no. No. <laughs> he was like, that's weird. We're in high- They're in high school at their girls' volleyball camp. I don't need to sit and watch her play. Yeah. Like, she's with He's their like, friends. Like, she's her- doing her sport. Like, we don't have yeah. this weirdness. Just because you're afraid my sister is going to hook up with your brother at any minute doesn't mean I also have to act like this. I loved that response. He was just like, absolutely not. Later, loser. Taylor was like, we're just really not that kind of couple. Good girl, Uh, Taylor. I ship them. Me too. They're the most stable relationship in this whole show. Absolutely. I don't know. Maybe Sky and Cam Cameron. Yeah, I think that was like a moment in time for Sky, like her first kiss, not and true. you know, not like a thing thing. And no. there, it's not a thing for them, or whatever. So, yeah. Um. Okay, so we hated it, and you know, next summer we'll hopefully not hate it as much. And I will be watching because I'm addicted to this. To this. Oh my god! Show. Absolutely, same. Addicted, and I, I'm moving to Cousins. <laughs> Is it a real place? No, it's actually in North Carolina. Oh, we talked about this. Yeah. You know, they made it look good. They made it look good. I'd rather do the Cape. I've been to the Cape. Same. I'd rather do Nantucket. Like, don't you think we should move to Nantucket? That'd be cute. I I saw a TikTok. 
I would say where, the Hamptons, but we can't afford yeah. that. So, and also like we we're not gonna like the Hamptons people. I saw a TikTok yeah. about Nantucket where the whole town basically all put up this white flag with a red heart on it because a girl that grew up there was getting married that weekend. Obsessed. Sign me up. So cute. So cute. Like that's that's where I want to live. I want to put up a, a flag because our girl that grew up there is getting married. You know, like just so cute, so communal, yeah, yeah, yeah. and a stunning vibe and location. So you know, maybe we'll maybe we'll move to Nantucket. <laughs> Do you think people are liberal there though? Uh, where's they don't Nantucket? Have to be, like state? fiscally liberal, but just like socially, like they what they state acknowledge is Nantucket attached to? I mean. Justin, I have no idea about geography. I missed the state's education lesson in the fifth grade. I have no idea where any of the states are even located, to be honest. If you gave me a blank map, I could put like six states on there. You could do more than six. I don't know. I honestly don't know. Let's look it up. I want to say it's Rhode Island. Or is it Connecticut? (laughs) Nantucket. Oh, it's Massachusetts. (laughs) Where's Massachusetts? So it's like the Cape. Is Nantucket like Cape Cod? Like yeah, it's an island. It's an island. Nantucket's an island off the Cape, bro. Yeah, but it's considered, and it's it's really close to Rhode Island. It's literally Nantucket should technically be Rhode Island. Wow, I didn't realize Boston was like right on the water like that. Like the boss that Boston's right near an ocean. Why did I think yes, it was landlocked? Yes. See, I'm telling you, I know nothing about the map. Gonzo's going to hate this part. <laughs> Gonzo's toxic trait. No, he's not toxic trait. Gonzo's beige flag is that he's always on the maps. He's always, anyone says anything, he's like looking it up. He just likes to know. Me? Whatever. <laughs> not not something I have <laughs> space for up there. Okay, next TV thing. Are you okay? <laughs> Are you laughing at me or at Gonzo? <laughs> you. Oh, fuck. Okay. Okay, I'm going to do one of those quizzes later of like to see how many states I could put in and I'll let you know my score. Perfect. <laughs> okay. All right. Next. Have you? Did you watch this movie? Yes, we talked about it. Where were you? Oh, did maybe we Jack talk? Didn't. Yeah, we talked about it. Oh, well, the movie we're talking about is Red, White, and Royal Blue. Very cute movie. Not, like, amazing. Amazon Prime, cute movie. I liked it a lot. I think it was, I think it's a book. Red, White, Of course it is. Everything, nothing's original these days. Is it? Is it a book? Or is it just a, yeah, it's a book. Makes sense. Actually, I have no idea. But I watched it. And it was cute. It was extremely cheesy. Of course, I found um, the pre- – oh, a few things I loved about this movie. Female, mm-hmm. president, and vice president. Love that for Oh, my us. God. Yes. Um, biracial first family. Husband, Hispanic. Son, white and Hispanic. Oh, and also Love not it. only was the president female, she was from Texas with a southern accent. Like, obsessed. Oh, my God. She was from Texas, but also Democrat, which is crazy. Crazy. But she still was like, she was very not like 
too liberal. Like there's a there's a line, you know, yeah. where you can yeah, yeah, be yeah, like yeah, yeah. Bernie Sanders or you could be like <laughs> Trump, you know, and then there's like a middle yeah, ground yeah. that you can find. Yeah, yeah. And she was the middle yeah, yeah. and I appreciated it. And I loved that her husband was like so supportive and their son was so hot and he was definitely hotter name? than the prince. His name was Alex. I don't know what his real name is, but I did find him on Instagram later. Let me see if he's still in my search. Of course she did. Of course. Well, yeah, I was like, is, is, are they really gay or, you know, and then that also is the question. Is it okay if they're not gay in real life to play a gay character? Everyone gets sensitive about that. I can see the prince being gay in real and in real life, but I know the actor who played the first son is not, I'm almost positive. His name is Taylor Zakar Perez. Um, he's so cute. The prince is really, really cute too. Um, and they were just both hot and in love. And I was like, this is giving cheesy call me by your name. Call me by your name is essentially like two hot guys fall in love. It's it's really for women. It's for women and gay men. Why is it why do you think that? Because it's so satisfying to see two hot guys. <laughs> versus to make, like make out. Not really like that, but just like it's just so nice. Like the two main characters are just like two hot guys. There's yeah. no like hot girl that you're comparing yourself to while you're watching. Mm, that's okay. I can I can see what you mean by that. I love the his the prince's sister and how like she was supportive, and then oh Alex's best friend and her Who's like the vice what did president's she say? daughter. Yeah, she's, she's the vice g- president's he- daughter. She's gayer, or he's gayer than the first 50 roles of at a Lady Gaga concert. Oh, yes. Best line. She was the best character. Oh, man. That was Because they great. both were so annoying. At some points, I was like, you're both annoying. It's just like a good, yeah. cheesy rom-com, you know, with some hot guys and some hot girls and, you know, a cutesy storyline. I love the mom's uh, when she when he first told her that he was bi, and she started talking about like getting vaccinated and making like, like anal sex protection. Yes, she's like, I know you're a little old for this, but like, do we need to have the talk in this regard now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so good, and not you know like not judgmental, just like no. okay, sounds great. Like, let's make sure you're protected. Yeah, yeah. correct. We can all aspire to be more like that. It was great. Yeah. Um, quickly, I just wanted to say the reasoning that Stanford, they, how they wrote off Stanford in and just like that, the remake of Sex and the City is stupid. I have no idea what you're talking about. Okay. So, you know, and just like that, the remake of Sex and the mm-hmm. City, Stanf- yeah. the, the actor who plays Stanford passed away before they started filming oh, this. Oh, so he never the glasses. Yes. Yeah, yeah, or yeah. He passed away in the middle of the first season filming. So he got to be in like one yeah. scene. And then he leaves. And the way that they say that he's – the reasoning that they say that he's gone is that he's becoming a monk, which is just so not Stanford. So it's just confusing and it's annoying. And you should have just oh said like God. Stanford ran away with his Italian lover and he's going to live in Tuscany now. That would have been a storyline that met Stanford's personality traits. Just wanted to point out that. Sports. I, he was not that old. No, he wasn't. He was privately dealing with cancer. Oh. Yeah. Of course. I know. Hmm. Such a such a star. Love him. 
Um, okay, sports, are you ready? Yeah, World Cup's over. Women's World Cup. Women's World Cup, sorry. Women's World Cup is over. Spain won against England in the finals. Uh, sad part of it, though, is the girl who scored the winning goal, and like it was in the last, like I want to say, 15 minutes of the game, of the match. Um, her dad passed away, and she found out after the game, which is really sad. It's so sad. Um, but like, but it you know, could have like been a lot her of dad emotions. passed away, and then he, his like cute little soul, yeah, strolled over to the game, yeah, went within her, helped her score that winning goal. That was his departing present to her, and that's a beautiful thing. That is such a Lindsay unicorn way of looking at it, and well, it's I correct. Love it. Um, it's probably correct. So, so I was doing more research. I guess there's like controversy over this win because the coach, I believe he's the coach, I guess, kissed one of the players on the lips during the uh, during the celebration. Oh, well, it's a Spain. Like, it's Spain. They're European. Like, yeah, it's like they're people like, oh, this overshadows. Yeah, exactly. I guess he like came out and apologized about it. But I'm just like, let's get over it. All right. Yeah. It's like they they had a peck on the mouth like okay relax like it's it's europe a lot of people do that it's just it's just different we're so prude and also unless she's coming out saying she was uncomfortable with that we shouldn't have an opinion exactly i agree so everyone just has to be mad about something like this poor this poor player's father passed away but we're talking about the coach kissing someone on the lips while they're celebrating like relax unless she's uncomfortable then we can then we can be upset yeah um Also, just want to touch, we've been watching the show Quarterbacks, and Kirk Cousins is my new favorite quarterback in the NFL, and I'm obsessed with him because, um, girlies, I hate to break this news to you. Like, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but football starting in September, and we're losing our husbands on Sundays and Mondays and Thursdays, and I'm upset about it. And I told Gonzo the only way he can play fantasy this year is if he gets Kirk Cousins as his quarterback on his team. Did he agree to that? Well, you know, he would rather Matt Stafford because he plays for the Rams. And he says, he's like, you can, Kirk Cousins can be your favorite, but Matt Stafford's the best. Make sure you make that point. Okay, I made the point. Kirk Cousins is my favorite (laughs) quarterback. He is so cute. He is such like, he's just like a goofy dad. His wife was like, oh, I went home in the middle of the match because like my son had to go to bed. Like they're just normal. They're just like a normal family. They're not wearing like he went viral this past season because all the players would like give him at the end of the game, like on the bus ride home. And they're all like, yeah. they would give him their like gold chains and stack it up on his neck. And he was like, in, and he's just a white guy. And he's like in TikTok videos being like with his gold chains. Like it's so <laughs> funny and everyone loves him. And he's just so cute and sweet and like he tries really hard and he shows like how he studies and he's like everyone says quarterbacks like football players aren't smart but like I would argue you have to be really smart like we have to remember all these plays and he he never like gets really angry he's like oh dang it Kirk dang it Kirk shoot Kirk you know like he talks to himself like that like I'm obsessed with him he's my favorite he plays on the Minnesota Vikings um so is the so do I need to watch this show it's actually question. it's actually the way that I would prefer to watch football. Like I want to watch a football game in this way where they're like, I don't need to see the entire thing. I want to see the highlights and tell me what's happening. And I want to see the behind the scenes. Yeah, I want to see the yeah. backstory of like because you can hear them like talking. They have like mics on them during the games. You can hear what they're saying. You can hear what the yeah. coach is saying in their ear. I didn't know that they wore ear pieces. 
where the coach tells them they play and then they have yep. to like repeat it to the team. Never knew that that was a thing. And their names are like yeah. insane. Like why squash yellow rabbit itsy bitsy spider two face. Yeah. And then they have to like say literally those are like names of plays. Like they're so random. And then you have to remember the same whatever. Like it made me appreciate it. You know, I, that's the, my preferred yeah. way to watch football. I don't want to watch any games though. So like I'm not, this is not an open invitation for me to watch any games, but I've been enjoying this show. I've also enjoyed Patrick I, Mahomes and the other guy too, Mariota or whatever, but he, his story was like kind of stressing me out because he wasn't doing well. So it was just like giving me anxiety because I felt for him and like they had a baby and they're from Hawaii and I was getting like, yeah. you know, emotional, but like Kirk Cousins and Patrick Mahomes made great. It, this was a great show for them. And I also even like Patrick Mahomes wife more after this show. Really? I yes. find that hard did to you know? No, did you know that she was a professional women's soccer player and she also played for college? She was a pro soccer player and then yeah. she stopped playing because she, like, Patrick Mahomes, you know, became Patrick Mahomes. So she had to go where he was going and she had the kids and she owns um, the pro women's soccer team in Kansas City and, like, is an advocate for women's sports. I mean, that's all great and everything. She still acts like a jackass sometimes in public yeah but it's like good brother. to know the full picture it's good to know the full picture sure, like you can appreciate these well other rounded. aspects yeah she's well-rounded but Kirk cousin's wife like picks out his outfits and he's wearing like butt nuts from costco and she has no idea like what what's cool or what's fashion so this year when we're rating their fits i will be extra nice knowing that his cute little <laughs> wife is at home being like Oh, this she was like, well, this one was a good shirt because it had some fall colors and it was feeling like fall that day. So I thought like, oh, orange, plaid, fall. That's what he should wear. It's from Costco. Like literally like that. <laughs> She's just so cute and sweet and they're just so normal and I love them. Wow. All right. Cool. <laughs> so that's Kirk. That's Kirk. <laughs> okay. That's it from us. Oh my gosh, that is it. Episode, Episode 30. 30. How does Dirty it feel? Dirty 30. Feels great. I feel like um, I am going to step into my main character energy so that you never tell me I'm the quirky best friend again in my lifetime. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and yeah, that's it for me. I hope you guys are following us on Instagram. I hope you're following us on TikTok. I hope you're watching on YouTube. Even if you're not watching on YouTube, do you mind just going over and subscribing. I'd really appreciate it. Um, thank you so much for the people that have been sharing us on their stories. Like, I love you. I love you. I love you. Like, please share more. Um, and everyone that else that hasn't shared, like it's your turn. Like these, these girlies already put it on their back this week. Like someone else has to take the load. So Somebody thank else. you so much. And we love you and hope you have a great week. Later. Ciao.